Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Pop Culture Diary. Yes, it feels like it's been forever, but I've had a lot going on. I graduated high school, I'm working, I've had a lot going on, but we're back now. So, I hope I didn't keep you all waiting too long, but we're back. I know I lied and said I was going to be doing this every Saturday again, but um, I'm a pathological liar. I lie, I lied then probably gonna lie now and say i'm gonna do it every saturday but i'm gonna try and do it every saturday i'm going to try and make it an episode every saturday so we're back with episode two of our kim kardashian series of how kim kardashian went from being the sex tape girl to now billionaire household name entrepreneur the whole nine yards okay so in the last episode where we left off was kim was grippling with the effects of her sex tape and now we're going to talk about how she flipped that and made that sex tape into a billion dollars okay so grab a snack get comfortable come back and i hope you all enjoy this episode if you are enjoying this episode already and you i know you're going to enjoy it by the time it's over but don't forget to share comment leave a good review whatever um, yeah, and like I said, thank you all for tuning in. I hope you enjoy this episode. I mean, I'm going to stop running my mouth right now, and we are going to get started with today's episode. Okay, listeners, we are going to go back in time to 2007. So it's 2007, the phone rings, and momager Chris Jenner picks it up from her home office in her Calabasas home. On the other line, it's Playboy. And they want Kim to post for a celebrity pictorial of the December 2007 issue of their magazine. If Kim poses, she'll join, she'll join the likes of Marilyn Monroe, Madonna, and many other iconic women who have covered the coveted December issue of the Playboy magazine. Chris is on board. She knows that Kim posing on a magazine cover as big as Playboy is sure to bring publicity for the family. Good or bad publicity, she really doesn't care not to mention the fat checks she's going to get from the shoot. However, there's one person who isn't on board, Kim. Kim thinks that posing on Playboy right as the sex tape controversy is dying down is a recipe for a PR nightmare. Kim wants to be known for more than just her sex tape and wants to show the world that she's good for more than just being naked on camera. And stripping down for a Playboy shoot isn't exactly the best way to get back into the the public's good graces. A few weeks later, Kim goes to her mom and gives her an answer for Playboy. After constant nagging and pushing from Chris to do it, Kim says yes, on one condition. She's not going full nude. Kim poses for Playboy a few weeks later, after this wearing red lingerie with matching red heels. She looks absolutely stunning and this is the picture that lands her the cover. There's only one problem. The photographers and set crew want Kim to bear it all and show more skin than she had originally agreed to. Kim, however, sticks to her guns and puts her foot down and does not go through with the photographer's wishes. A few weeks later, while Kim's having lunch, she gets a a phone call from Chris. This time, Playboy is calling back, and they want Kim and Chris to have a meeting with the man himself. Oh yes, Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner personally invites both Kim and her mom, Chris, to the Playboy Playboy Mansion, where he has a meeting with them. When the two arrive at the mansion, Hugh gives it to them straight. The reason he's called them down for this impromptu meeting is because he wants Kim to do more 
risque photos for the December issue. They want Kim to go full nude. And after some convincing from the man himself, Kim agrees. She goes back in for another shoot this time, bearing it all, wearing nothing but a pair of black heels and a long string of pearls covering her sensitive areas. This also gives us this iconic keeping up with the Kardashians moment. Kim, you're doing So around the same time that Kim's Playboy shoot hits the shelves, Keeping Up with the Kardashians airs on E! and it's an instant success for the network. In the first month of airing, it became the highest rated series on Sunday nights among women between 18 to 34 and garnered a whopping 1.3 million total viewers. The critics hate it, don't get me wrong, but the viewers love it. The show was a hit. Critics hate it, saying that beyond Kim showing off her assets, there's no substance and is pointless, but the fans love it. The, show rating, the show's ratings are through the roof, garnering 1.3 million viewers, way higher numbers than what The Simple Life was getting at this point, cough, cough, Paris Hilton. But Kim wants more. While the show is getting its praise from fans for being the quote, modern day Brady Brunch, the family is loud, they're chaotic, and seemingly relatable to your everyday large blended family. And after the success of the first season, E immediately picks them up for a second season. Slowly but surely, Kim is starting to show the world that she's more than just a sleazy sex tape and a Playboy cover. She's a businesswoman. Sales for the sisters' dash doors are through the roof with customers from all over coming in to get a glimpse of just one of the sisters. They're also getting booked to make club appearances at some of the hottest clubs in town. And while Kim's business life is going well, personal life is going even better. Post her breakup with Ray J, Kim has been spotted with some of the most eligible bachelors in Hollywood. First, it was Nick Lachey, former member of the boy band 98 Degrees, and the ex-husband of Jessica Simpson. He and Kim briefly dated in 2006 before calling it quits a little while later. From there, it was actor Nick Cannon who she briefly romanced with in 2006 till around 2007. The two reportedly called it quits because Kim allegedly lied about her tape with Ray J to Nick. Nick, however, has had nice things to say about Kim following the breakup, saying that she's, quote, one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. In 2007, however, Kim would find love again with NFL player Reggie Bush. The two met at the 2007 ESPY Awards when they were introduced by a mutual friend and were seemingly a, quote, match made in heaven. In 2008, Kim branches outside of her comfort zone and joined the cast of Dancing with the Stars. Kim hopes that joining the show will branch her out into more of a, quote, family-friendly picture and boost the Keeping Up With The Kardashian ratings. Boosting ratings means securing a third season and a bigger paycheck. This ultimately worked, this ultimately worked and season two ratings of the show skyrocketed even more, securing a third season on the E! Network. This same year, Kim even tries her hand at acting when she gets a role in the 2008 film Disaster Movie playing the role of Lisa. As Kim's stature in Hollywood continues to grow, so does her budding fan base. Everywhere Kim goes, paparazzi are sure to follow her with adoring fans wanting to know all sorts of questions about Kim. What does Kim eat for breakfast? What does Kim like in her coffee? What products does Kim use in her hair? Things like that. So, Kim needs a way to build a personal connection with her fans. 
On March 21st, 2009, Kim opens her laptop and joins a new budding social media platform, Twitter. Kim gets on her laptop and says, Hey guys, it's Kim Kardashian. I finally signed up for Twitter. There are a few fakes, so just know this is the real me. Kim becomes one of the first major celebrities to join Twitter and amasses a whopping 1.9 million followers within five months of her joining the platform. From there, companies such as Shoedazzle and MuscleFlex reach out to Kim and begin paying her to promote her products to her large fan base. If Kim says she likes something to her fans, they're sure to buy it. Anything Kim retweets, posts herself wearing, posts herself eating, it flies off the shelves because her fans will do anything Kim says, okay? In just a few short years, Kim has gone from Paris Hilton's best friend and closet organizer to reality TV star, model, actress, and now social media influencer. However, this same year, it's trouble in paradise for Kim and Reggie Bush. The two called it quits for their first for the first time, breaking up in 2009. But they later rekindled their relationship before calling it quits officially in 2010. But by December 2010, there's a new man in Kim's life. And we're about to meet him in one second. Flash forward to Super Bowl 2011. The entire Kardashian-Jenner family is sitting in the living room anxiously watching the game. Not because they're concerned about who's winning or losing, but because Kim is about to be broadcast on one of the largest stages in America. She has a Super Bowl commercial, and we all know how big the Super Bowl commercials are. The commercial starts, the room goes quiet. Kim's on the screen, wearing a black sports bra, black shorts, and her hair in a tight ponytail. What's she wearing, or what's she promoting, I should say? I'll let you hear for yourself. I don't really know how to say this, other than to just say it. You're amazing. The best I've ever had. But things just aren't working out. Well, that's not completely true. I am working out. It's not someone else. It's something else. Bye-bye, trainer. Hello, shape-ups. Nice shoes. That's right. Kim has become the brand ambassador for Skechers' new line of shape-up shoes. With the thanks of Kim's Super Bowl ads, Skechers immediately sees an influx of business. The ad is viewed 1.6 billion times and their shoes are flying off the shelves. Kim immediately becomes the face of the Skechers shape-ups with billboards and ads of her wearing the shoes posted up all over the country. However, this happiness and bliss that came from all this surely goes downhill after Skechers is hit with a major lawsuit for false advertisement after falsely advertising that their Skechers shape-ups will help you lose weight. I don't know how, but they said their shoes would help you lose weight. So with Kim's face and brand being attached to this, this is a PR nightmare for her. The reason that Kim was so good with brands is because she had a group of fans that trusted her. If Kim says she likes something, it must work. If Kim said this is going to help me lose weight, it must help me lose weight. So when these shoes didn't help her fans lose weight, let's just say they were more than pissed. But they're a forgiving group of people, and with most things in the Kardashians, it just kind of flew past her like nothing ever happened. So like I mentioned earlier, Kim has a new man in her life. He's tall, good-looking, plays basketball. I think you all know his name, Chris Humphreys. 
In April 2011, Chris Humphreys and her entire family, Kim, excuse me, Kim, Chris, and her entire family are vacationing in Bora Bora, celebrating the anniversary of Caitlyn and Chris's anniversary. It's the first trip that Kim and Chris Humphreys have gone on together as a couple, and Humphreys is dying to make a good impression for the family. Um, to avoid confusion, I'm going to address Chris Humphreys as Humphreys so that you guys don't get him confused with Chris Jenner because I got confused a couple times when I was reading it. So I'm going to address him as Humphreys. So it's the first trip that Kim and Humphreys have gone on together and Humphreys is dying to make a good impression for the family. One day as Kim is in the water, lounging and relaxing, Humphreys dunks her into the water. He has a sense of humor, one of the many things that Kim likes about him other than his charming personality, good looks, and towering height of 6'9". Kim pops out of the water, throws her black hair back, and she's laughing. Then suddenly, she's not. She lets out a shriek and, well, I'll let you listen for yourself. <laughs> Everyone, can we say thank you, Chris Humphreys, for throwing Kim into the water and giving us one of the most iconic moments and not just keeping up with the Kardashians' history, but reality TV show history? I mean, we all remember the, my earrings, my diamond earrings, they're gone. And then Courtney with her, Kim, there's people that are dying. Reality TV magic, it's great. Chris Humphreys, thank you. So Chris Humphreys is totally seeing a new side of Kim after this. He's stunned that Kim is crying over something that he sees to be so trivial and small as earrings. Expensive earrings, but in his mind he's thinking they're just earrings. He even says that Kim is materialistic. Kim, however, brushes these comments off trying to make their relationship work because Kim was convinced that Chris Humphreys was her happily ever after. He was, she was convinced that this was the man that she was going to marry and spend the rest of their life with, that this was it, nothing else. And especially after the heartbreak she had gone through with Reggie Bush, she was really trying to make this relationship work. So any red flags, 
any red light. Kim was seeing it as green. She did not care what anybody had to say about this man. She was going to marry him. This is the man of her dreams. So she wasn't hearing it. Kim loves him. However, there's one... There's some people who aren't so... I'm not going to say they aren't fond of Chris Humphreys, but they just don't think he's a match for Kim. Her family, however, they're not really feeling him. Humphreys is this tall, 6'9 man who's full of energy, who's too playful for his own good, and has too much energy. He's like a big kid. He roughhouses and play fights with Kim's younger brother, Rob, and accidentally pushes him into shark-infested waters while they're on the trip. And on another occasion, he swims out to the kayak that Kim's younger sister Kylie and momager Chris Jenner on. He jumps on the back of it, causing the whole boat and everyone inside to flip over into the water. While Kim's family is seeing this, Kim is in love and the couple makes it work. And on May of that year, they're engaged. On May 25th, Kim and Chris announced their engagement to the world. Humphreys proposed to Kim on May 18th at Kim's Beverly Hills home with a 20.5 carat Lorraine Schwartz diamond worth a whopping $2 million. Humphreys' big proposal included spelling out, Will you marry me with rose petals at Kim's home? Kim was excited about her engagement to Humphreys. She had finally found her happily ever after and was excited to make this work, or so she thought. However, when Kim broke the news of her engagement to her sisters and the rest of her family, they were more shocked and less happy for Kim. Like I mentioned earlier, Kim and Humphreys are the total opposite of one another, so when they found out that the two were getting buried, um, her family had some things to say. In an interview with MTV, Chloe broke her silence on the engagement, saying that she thought Kim was joking when she announced her engagement to the family over a family dinner. Kim and Chris officially tied the knot on August 20th, 2011, in front of 450 of their closest friends and family members. Kim walked down the aisle wearing a white Vera Wang strapless ball gown and full tool skirt. Her sisters and wedding party also wore Vera Wang dresses, while the groom and his groomsmen wore Zenga, Zegna Texas. After the wedding, the newlyweds jet-setted to Italy for their honeymoon, but quickly returned back to the States where Kim would attend the VMAs so that she could present the award for Best Male Video. On October 9th and 10th, E! Network aired a two-part special titled Kim's Fairytale Wedding, a Kardashian event on their channel, and the viewership skyrocketed with a reported 4.4 million views on the first night and 4 million views on the second. However, weeks later, fans were stunned when on October 31st, 2011, just a few weeks after their wedding special had aired on E!, that Kim had filed for divorce from Humphreys after just 72 days of marriage, citing irreconcilable differences, causing their split. Humphreys put out a statement that same day saying that he, quote, saying, quote, I love my wife and am devastated to learn she filed for divorce. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to make it work. Kim was back to score one. Single, couldn't keep a man, and four years later after her sex tape scandal, Kim had worked she had worked hard to get rid of. She was now the laughing stock of Hollywood again. Here she is, divorcing her husband after just 72 days of marriage. Kim knew that it was going to be a long, hard battle to once again save her reputation. And we're going to get on that onto the next episode of Pop Culture Diary. I hope you all enjoy this episode. Um, don't forget to share, leave a comment, give me, f- leave some reviews, five stars, if you will. Um, yeah, I will see you all. 
hopefully next week don't count my breath don't hold your breath on it don't count my word for this hopefully next week i'll be back with a new episode but like i said don't forget to share and leave a good review i hope you all enjoy this episode and i will see you next time bye